It is time for Personal Mastery. This is a segment that we have on Tuesdays where we go through a journey of personal mastery with the idea of really just becoming better people. We navigate different topics. Today, the how-to on self-control. Now, I must also point out that um, for sensitive listeners, there might be a couple of things that we touch on that might get you in your field, so just be warned. But the topic of self-control is something that relates to many aspects of our lives. And joining us today to take us through this is a clinical psychologist, Anelesi Swana. Good morning Jeez. and Happy New Year. Happy. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, hey, it's, it's been a minute. Yes, Too it has. Yeah. Too long. Too long. We, we hope you had a good break <laughs> and that you went home at least. <laughs> I think I need a, a proper holiday. Uh, <laughs> what I do you worked, mean? I worked until okay. the 31st of, Jan, of December. Mm. And yeah, December and this month hasn't been the easiest. But I always try to find space in the moment mm. and in the now so that I don't get overwhelmed. Is it not called self-control? <laughs> that is self-control. <laughs> because, wow, when, yeah. when you are uncertain, you can actually do a lot of things. Mm. Mm. But I had to apply self-control because it requires a lot of mental strength to understand that I can only do so much. And mm. self-control has... A lot to do with managing your capacity. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about that because you segue beautifully into that. What do we mean by self-control, and and what is the source of it, really? I mean, in, in simple terms, for me, self-control is um, is an it's one of those things where you have an ability to control your emotions, to control your state of being mm -hmm. and your state of mind, mm. and and most of your behaviors, um, particularly those maladaptive behaviors, the behaviors that are not good for our well-being and what we often do. So for me, again, my own definition, self-control has to do with a lot of self-management mm. um, because with self-management, you are able to discipline yourself to understand, I can get this at this time and I cannot get... I mean, people who are good at self-control, I mean, people who are on... A, a Daniel fast or any kind of fasting in general. Oh, when mm. honey those people yes. are yes. exceptionally well mm. with self-control mm. because, again, a lot to do with urges, impulses. Mm. Someone who has a capacity of self-control, mm. you must know that person is disciplined. But mm. beyond everything else, they are able to control their mind to understand where it is and the intention is to achieve what they want to achieve. Sure, beautifully explained, Anele. But there are certain, you know, situations and things where people just can't gain self-control. It's just in their nature. Now, what do we do then if it is in someone's nature, um, self-control isn't their thing? How do we change that around? I think we need to understand the actual etiology or the root cause of what causes that. I mean... This stems as far as, as childhood, um, mm. from infancy, um, child development. Now, um, if a child has not been properly trained on understanding this is how far you can go, and also helping a child to understand consequences of mm. certain behaviors, uh, later in life when you have had a permissive parent <coughs> who doesn't have boundaries and rules mm. then later the child doesn't have the capacity of engaging with that but um the opposite end of that inability to control is what we call impulse control that 
this person doesn't think before they do things. Mm. Um, Self-control will only come later, but what you're calling it in their nature, Mm. it also stems from how come is this person become uh, who they are that Mm. they really struggle with impulse control. And people with addictive behaviors, Mm. people with um, um, things that we have seen, could be alcohol, it could be engaging with anything beyond Mm. the normal, you can see that this person really struggles Mm. with managing their impulses, Mm. which Mm. translate to inability to self-control. Joining us today is clinical psychologist Anele Siswana. We're talking about self-control and we're doing the how-to on self-control. Now, I want to give an example here as we just sort of move this conversation forward around how self-control can impact on the relationships you have with others. Um, (laughs) There's a friend of ours who had uh, an incredible um, desire to always sleep with every woman that he meets. And it got to a point where, and this is in hindsight now when, when we're all huddling, and we realized that he was making moves on you know, our friends' partners. How? And he was doing it secretively. We know that he loves women. We know this. And we know that every woman he meets, he's already thinking about you know, a million things that he's going to do to her. Now... In the end, we, we, we basically had to cut ties with him because it affected our relationship because he was doing things that broke trust within the circle of friendship. So clearly that is a, an example from my observation of a lack of self-control. And what would something like that be born out of, really? Again, um, th- there's an unmet need there that we need to understand. What is the function of sleeping with multiple women? It could be about control. It could be about um, um, an inability to then self-regulate. But someone who goes for multiple women, um, this person feels they're at the eat. Um, They have it under control that they can do that. But there's always a psychological um, reasoning that um, this person gets uh, to a point where they're never... Um, fully gratified when they do things. Mm. So again, it stems mm. from, you know, um, what there's what we call object relations, the interaction between the object that is the mother or the caregiver uh, engaging with the child and always make Melen um, Klein makes use of the breast as a site of regulation, as a site of interaction. Mm. Now, when you see an infant grabbing the breast, um, there's aggression there. Mm. Um, when you see a, an infant uh, being deprived of the breast, because that's the only thing that they know at mm. that particular time that they interact with. So if a lot of stuff happened there and this person never had uh, an adequate or an available object relation, mm. that could potentially affect mm. the person's level of self-control. Yeah, uh, and it happens on many levels. Uh, you've highlighted issues around healthy eating, etc. So there's there's many aspects. And if you want to comment on it, you can tweet us, hashtag wake up on Metro FM. Uh, in a moment, we'll chat about how to go about building better self-control as we hang out with uh, clinical psychologist Anele Siswana. Stay with us. Back to Personal Mastery, joined in studio by clinical psychologist Anele Siswana. And of course, talking about uh, self-control and how we can make ourselves more in control. And he's here just to help us navigate around it. Now, Anele, I think it's only best for us to ask, how do we get better in building a better self-controlled person, a better self-controlled Kutso, Mo, Owen, Lindy? How do we get there? 
you know <laughs> for me um, living with ADHD people don't know that mm. um, I, I have learned to understand that my brain is wired differently so for someone example with ADHD they struggle with executive functioning planning coordination it's like time goes back as much as I know it's nine o'clock mm. um, so so I, I've learned to establish a sense of consistency in putting structures in place yeah. that I know at this time I'm doing this because if I don't do that chances are self-control is going to be very difficult and with such individuals even at work you will really battle with them because their minds are structured differently so for me structure um, and we would think these things are related to children mm. um, but even adults who struggle with undiagnosed ADHD mm. Um, so you need structure, you need consistency, you need to build um, capacity of understanding that I, I may not have this. Because the challenge with impulse control and um, having to give yourself everything, there's no limit. Mm. So you need to understand that there's a limit to everything. I mean, to people who struggle with substance abuse, the, it's the inability to control that. So I, I personally believe this whole thing of, of, of self-control has to do with mastering self. Mm. Mm. So if you can master self and develop this healthy relationship with your behaviors and things that you are extremely aware, I think with self-control, the greatest thing that you need to have is, um, is insight, but also having an ability to understand that I'm wired this way. Mm. And so if you understand that um, self-control is a problem, go to see a therapist that will then help you. Mm. All of this fundamental aspect as to, there could be a biological influence to it. Mm. I mean, like, so with executive functioning, um, with ADHD, there could be a neurological problem. Mm. So it's not just one thing, mm. uh, but when you think from a, um, a holistic mental health view, structures, boundaries, um, self-regulation, you know, even doing something as simple as fasting for a day, you need to really structure your mind mm. into understanding that at the end of the day, this sure. is is a way of living life differently. Anele, it's always a, a pleasure having you in the studio to navigate these conversations with us. So thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that uh, today's conversation has given somebody the courage to take the first step if you're battling with issues around self-control. Mm -hmm. If anybody would like to reach you, where do we find you? On bookings at anelesiswana.co.za and um, anele underscore siswana. Um, those are the places that most people get me through. Um, and it's been an amazing uh, experience to get the response from people and people mm. normalizing therapy. Beautiful. Beautiful.